Welcome to Around the Cooler, the hit, hit the fucking music. Frank, the Congos, go. Can we get some fucking musicians to perform this song? We don't know how to operate garage band. Wow, dude. Yeah, we should definitely get that. Each week we're going to hit you with a new <laughs> with a new open. Man, you guys love doing that way too much. And then what we're going to do is we're going to send it to our 10 listeners on Twitter, and they're going to vote on which one they think is the best. I think that's a great and idea. that's our intro. I think it's a great idea. And I think we killed that, honestly. That was probably, that was better than our practice runs we did. There's something about there. About five minutes ago. There's something there. <laughs> uh, okay, guys. Let's get into it. We're back. It's been a couple weeks. Happy to be here. Not a lot's really happened. It was a bye week. It was a bye week for us, yeah. Yep. And really, it's just been a bye week in general. We kind of touched on it a second ago. We're just in the dead season now. Not a lot's going on. You know what I mean? The sports dead zone. Sports dead zone. Not just football, but, I mean, basketball's coming to an end. Hockey's coming to an end. The NHL finals are happening, right, Frank? <laughs> yep. The <laughs> NHL finals. Yep. Yeah. Also known as the Stanley Cup. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so not a lot's happening. But in terms of football, I mean, OTAs have happened, right? 24-7, 365. Yeah. yeah. You never turn football off. That's true. OTAs are underway. Anything stand out for you guys in regards to OTA? You guys hearing anything? Big news out of camps? Anything like that? There's really not a lot of big news. OTAs, and we're not even, we're talking like mini camp. Like these yeah. are not even mandatory. Yeah. At this point, the rookies are kind of getting their feet feet wet. The coaches are starting to implement their schemes, you know, and it's just you start to hear some news. You hear, oh, this player flashed or like, oh, this guy's starting to get a lot of looks like. Does that any actually matter to you at yeah. this point? No, not me. No. I mean, like I said, we're kind of in a dead zone right now. Yeah. So as we get closer to the season, I, I mean, it's going <laughs> to pique my interest a little more, obviously. Yeah. The same. reports come out of camp and, you know, kind of circling some players that we may want to target in our drafts but right now definitely not too amped on anything yeah it's it's just way too early yeah these guys aren't wearing any pads there's no way to tell like what's talk or what's trend at this point right you know but i do read it still mm -hmm. as a football fan so if something catches my eye i'll take a mental note yeah you know and then i kind of just keep that in the back of my brain and then i want to see if it continues through training camp and then i'll see if it translates into the preseason you know, so if I start seeing the trend, I'm like, okay, we might have something here. Right. Maybe Antonio Gibson is the next Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> Not. That would be the day, dude. <laughs> that is a stretch and a half. Yeah. Well, dude, remember coming out of camp? It's like, oh, this guy's catching yeah. a lot of balls. I'll go, like, oh, Ron Rivera. He reminds me of Christian McCaffrey with how good he's catching balls out of the backfield. So everyone's like, oh, my God, here comes the next CMC. No. Those nope. coaches nope. love baiting us fantasy football players, dude. God. Dude. And they then we bite to. on it like idiots every year. They have all, to, though. He's got a point. He can up. catch the ball. Which he's coach, our guy. Which coach do you think hates us more as fantasy football players, Bill Belichick or Pete Carroll? Arthur Bill Smith Belichick. is the correct answer. <laughs> 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 Fuck that guy. One day oh you're going to meet God. him, bro, and you're like, man, he was the nicest guy. <laughs> Probably, dude. Yeah, right. You're still going to be like, you know what, man? You fucked my dynasty teams. <laughs> you years. fucked my life, dude, is what you did. 
Oh, man. Oh, rad. Well, as far as other news, DeAndre yeah. Hopkins is out in Arizona. He's yeah, out. Yeah, that's the big that news. That was big news. That happened a little while ago, but, you know, like we said, we were on a bye, so. But. It's still noteworthy, right? Team high $30 million cap hit. I had to do a double take when I saw that the first Seventh time. Seventh highest overall, top out of So isn't it outs. just 22? Isn't the dead cap 22? The dead cap's 22. Right. right? So, so they the, take a 22 mil loss, Jesus but they also saved 8, eight mil. 8 million. Yeah. Which is, $22 million isn't loss, like dude. a chunk, you know, that's the still Cardinals a good chunk of change. Stupid, but dude. Yeah, they still took a $22 million loss. Well, according to the NFL report cards, they're the worst-run franchise. Yeah. Um, No one really knows where he's going to go at this point. So Buffalo in Kansas City, Mm -hmm. they were the early front-runners, sounds like. They were trying to do a bidding war. It sounds like Buffalo is out. Really? That's nice to me. Not out. They're just really unlikely. Both of those teams are very unlikely because – the man was just getting paid $30 million. He's not going to just take the minimum to go to, to a championship team. That's a fair point. He's going to want right. Odell money, and both of those teams don't have Odell money to give him. Yeah. So at this point, I really don't know where he's going to go. And frankly, if I had a choice, I would just say anywhere but Kansas City. You know, fantasy-wise, I think a reunion with Deshaun Watson in Cleveland could be kind of nice. Yep. Um, I think he would take over from Cooper. I think Cooper would slide into being a really good number two. He's already got the rapport with Watson. I think he'd be a good fit there. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, if he did go back there and they they kind of reclaimed that connection they had like back in Houston, it could be very valuable for both of those players, for Watson as well as D-Hop. So. I was really thinking about it. I'm like, okay, where can he go that has that doesn't have an alpha already? And doesn't have a shit quarterback. Like, (laughs) but Cooper, Amari Cooper to me, like, yeah, he's a wide receiver one, but he's number 12. You know what I mean? Yeah, he did put up one numbers. Yeah, and he just, I don't know, he plays like a beta to me. So it's like, I think think Hop could still slide in there and be the alpha. But at the same time, I think he's also past his prime. So I don't see him walking in and putting up these crazy, like, top five numbers again, you know? So, yeah. D-Hop? Yeah, I don't see it. I, I think we'll touch more on that later, though. Yeah, right? yeah. We'll we'll see. Um, yeah, I think you guys raise an interesting point. D hop to Cleveland would be interesting. D, I know that you just said Buffalo's out, but I still think fit wise, it would be just like a dream scenario, dude. Agreed. It would fit so well, but yeah, he's not gonna take anything less than probably Odell money, like you said. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with good old DeAndre. Yeah, I don't know where he's gonna go. Me either, but. It'll be interesting to find out. Well, should we get into Crack'em? Let's Crack'em. All right. I know that we did the last Crack'em, and I know it's been a couple of weeks. The last Crack'em was to me. This Crack'em is also to me. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. So we're talking about football across the pond. The football across the pond. So uh, as our listeners will find out, we are football fans across the pond as well as yes. American football. We love all sports. We love all sports. And my football team across the pond is Brighton and Hove Albion, and they clinched European football for the first time in their 112-year club history. I can't... Damn. Could you imagine being a supporter of that club? Now, I'm a, I'm obviously a newer fan. Uh, became a fan in 2018. They still sucked then when I was a fan, up until around 2020 when Graham Potter took over. He kind of took the reins, built them up, and then we saw what happened to Graham Potter at Chelsea. <laughs> Sacked. Yeah. But it's big news. I mean, 
for any club, that's big news. But congratulations to my boys. Fly Seagulls Fly. We did it. If there's a way that the club could actually hear this. That would be amazing. So I saw these like, uh, oh, man, one of our like 74 supporters in the U.S. has mm-hmm. like this <laughs> uh, stateside Seagulls patch. Oh, it looks so cool, man. It's like the, <laughs> did you it's order like it? The, I, you I never got it, dude? No. Yeah. So I, yeah, fun fact for listeners. I ordered a uh, scarf. From the official club from website. From the official club website years ago, back in 2018, and it never came. <laughs> so I ordered another one, and that one eventually did come. Because grandma, because grandma Betty, who was supposed to knit it, yeah, croaked. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. Our marketing That's director, grandma she was Betty. 112 years old, dude. Yeah. Yes, dude. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> just missed the she missed the qualifier. <laughs> she missed it. Dude. Oh man. Oh, but anyways, God. congratulations to Brighton boys. Let's crack them to them. Cheers to you, Brighton. Thanks. And not to be overshadowed, D Liverpool, they also clinched no, Europa no, League. I don't want to talk about it. Nope. So it's unacceptable. It's, so it's absolutely unacceptable. That's what happens with those big clubs, right? Like it's oh. it's championship or bust, which is fair. Yeah. Dude, Keegan sent me this really funny meme of uh like how teams are reacting to where their standings are in the league. Mm-hmm. And he sent me this photo of this dude with this girl who's like su- the girl's like super smiling and like really stoked and has like a brightened like <laughs> thing over her face and then the dude is just stoic like this and it says liverpool, liverpool? over that yeah. guy's face yeah <laughs> that's Sounds about right, dude. yeah man but i mean hey dude european football is european football you guys are gonna run training that we competition should, anyways if we take it seriously enough like, yeah. oh, we're better than this. meanwhile my team chelsea absolutely yeah still train wreck dude yeah Fuck. literally the movie train wreck where they be sure <laughs> I'm not the huge, the biggest soccer fan, but I started watching soccer this year, and of course, the team I picked to follow because I'm a Dodger fan, because I believe the owners also own part of Chelsea, right? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely took a shit this year, and last year they won, they won, they won it all, right? No, no. Mm, they won the Champions League two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah, yeah. So of course they're good. I, I mean, they're historically very good. Yep. The but just, not good enough this year. Just the year that I start yeah. following them, they're absolute shit. He went with the Dodger plan, just dropped all this money, and they sucked, dude. Yep. Man, that that must really blow, dude, to have, like, spend all that money on talent, and you're still trash, dude. Let's call the Padres and ask them how they're doing. Yeah, or the or Angels. The Angels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that works, too, dude. Shit, yeah. Hell yeah, guys. Let's God. get some football. So this episode is going to be Dynasty-focused. We're going to play basically a game the whole episode. Oh, yeah, I'm excited for today. Sell or hold. So, what we're going to do is we're going to list three players per position, and we're going to decide whether or not we're going to buy, sell, or hold them. Right? Yes, sir. Cool. So, let's get into it, guys. Let's start with wideouts. Frank, you look like ass, dude. Dude, I feel like complete trash. (laughs) Do you need to sit this one out, dude? If you need to sit it out, just go ahead and take over. Let the big boys take over. I wish we were recording because we would definitely catch you puking all over your mic right now. It's just funny because, like, I'm just going to sit over here and casually throw in comments here and there while you guys take <laughs> take care of the show. That's okay, man. What are your thoughts on Peyton Manning? Yeah, man. Cool. <laughs> uh, anyways. Well, let's get into buy, sell, hold, guys. Buy, sell, and Frank hold. Ralphs will let you guys know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> into, the, into the mic, into the mic. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to. Oh, no. For the clicks, for the clicks. Oh, All right. Sorry. Well, our first wideout, DeAndre Hopkins. Good old DeAndre. I'll get us going, guys. Buy, sell, hold. I am going to, and I already did this, sell DeAndre Hopkins. I think D-Hop's name helps him carry more value 
than what he's actually produced as of late. He's only played 19 games in the last two seasons. Yeah. When he's played, he's hovered around that wide receiver one, you know, low end wide receiver one, wide receiver two area. And then on top of that, he's not on Arizona anymore. We don't really know where he's going to land. And I honestly just don't. I mentioned Cleveland. I do like Cleveland. But other than that, I don't see many good fantasy landing spots for him that would allow him to continue to be elite. Especially for the price tag. Right. Yeah. For the price tag. So. Um, but I think a majority of people still see him as this elite wide receiver. I think those days are past him. Um, throw him out there. See what you can get. Maybe you can get a first. Maybe you can get more. You know, to me, he's like that old aging vet that you can use to, to try and put you over the top. Yes. And win your ship. And that's exactly what I did last season. Although it didn't work because then Kyler died and D-Hop died as well. Yeah. But the move was right. And honestly, I also sold him. So it was a quick <laughs> flip. <laughs> so he's gone. He's gone. I got a 24 first. Case in point. And that's a solid return. From the guy that picked first last year. Yeah, that's a solid return. And if you're listening, Don, your team still sucks, and I can't wait to get the first overall pick. Sorry, Oh, Don. my God. <laughs> Suck it, Don. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, D. I'm also on the sell DeAndre Hopkins bandwagon. For me, kind of like you alluded to, there's just too much uncertainty with him going on right now. We don't know what his situation's going to turn out to be. Uh, and then additionally, yeah, you can look at his injury history, especially over the last two years. He's dealt with some hamstring injuries, dealt with some knee injuries. I think he had – did he have like a hand injury too? Like, I don't know. Has he actually been injured? Because <laughs> according to the Cardinals, he was just sitting out games. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> yeah, what a guy, dude. Yeah. But on I'm the flip – Chase McSorley throwing me the ball, dude? <laughs> have you I seen mean, that guy throw? I don't, I don't blame him for yeah. that. Yeah, I definitely don't blame him for that if that's the case. But, uh, yeah, on the flip side too, it is interesting because – I do feel like if he's right, he still is one of the best in the league. Like, he can put up for you any given week. I think not now it's it's going to depend on where he goes, right? And, like, yes. who his quarterback going to be and what kind of offensive system he's in. If he's just in the standard run-of-the-mill average offense, I don't really see much happening. But if he's in, like, one of these high-powered offenses like we've talked about, like a Buffalo or a Kansas City, God forbid, uh, <sighs> then, yeah, I mean, I could see him still producing. But if you had to put a gun to my head and made me decide, I'm shipping that guy's ass off and definitely trying to get it first. He's going to be an interesting case because there's not a lot of there's not a lot of teams moving on him. Yeah. And there's the anonymous exec saying like, oh, no, he's lost a step, blah, blah, blah. Like, so he may not be the fastest guy anymore, but he's still got great hands. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I kind of mentioned this earlier. There's a lot of landing spots that don't have that alpha, but they also have a shit quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Right. The teams that have good quarterbacks already have an alpha there, mm-hmm. right? You know, so he's gonna he's there's not a situation where he's gonna slide in right away and just become the top dog. Yeah, if he goes to Buffalo, he's God, gonna play second fiddle to Diggs, right? Yeah. That would suck for fantasy owners for Diggs or D Hop owners because then you're going there and it's basically mm-hmm. a timeshare. They're gonna be fighting yeah. every game for. And I don't love Kansas City because Travis Kelsey is the top. He is right. the top wide out there. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's gonna play second fiddle to Kansas City and the top running back. And the top <laughs> running back. Yeah. Yep. But so. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Love the player, but dynasty wise, I mean, he's thirty plus. Yeah. Gotta you know, watch out for those thirty-year-olds. Yeah. If you can't Especially move the receivers. On, yeah. If you can move on. If. So if I'm contending, I think I buy because I think D-Hop still can give you 60 to 70 balls, 1,000 yards, and five touchdowns. Like, that's the type of numbers he put up with, you remember, Brock Osweiler? 
Oh, like, oh God. if he could do that with Brock Osweiler, I remember that. You know what I'm because saying? Because he didn't like, do shit for me with Brock Osweiler. Right. That was like yeah. the one down year he had. But even then, like those numbers that he put up were like still respectable from a fantasy perspective. And so, like, even again, yeah, it, it depends on where he goes. But I still think he can get you something. So I would buy if I'm if I'm looking to contend and looking to win a ship. So what's his floor no matter where you guys think he goes? Wide receiver two. Wide yeah. receiver two. I think so too. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. And imagine yeah. if you trade for that and then chances are it's probably going to be like a flex for you. So what's the price then? Mm. So for I sure s- first. I sold him for a 2024 first, straight up. I think that's I think, fair. I think that's also fair. I think that's totally a fair value. So one first. One yeah, first. One first. If you could get two out of it, hell yeah. So hell but yeah, dude. Yeah, one for sure. Yeah, maybe a one plus, you know. Right. First and a second would be or nice. Or you pay, D, if you have D-Hop, you, s- you pay D-Hop and you send something and try to get a young young god in the back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. That is a great idea. Like maybe flip like a D-Hop and a, a second for Olave or, there you I go. don't know, or like a late first, like a 25, 26 first for Olave. Yeah, who knows? We'll see what that's happens. Not a bad, that's not a bad trade right there. So consensus, sell, sell. Hold maybe, sell maybe. We're yeah. selling. All right. We're selling. Fuck you, Frank. No, I mean, <laughs> I get it, but I'm trying to make, I can't all agree with you guys. Like, yeah, no. say the same damn thing. And it, and dude, Why like, not? It'll be fun. <laughs> well, bro, like I said, I mean, I made that move yeah. last season. Exactly. You know, okay. And I, I paid the price, dude. Yeah. You know, actually, dude, I don't want to talk about it. What did you trade for him? Did you give up a first? Oh, God. I just know it involved Devontae Smith. Oh, God. It's that one? Yeah. <sighs> Do you, reg- do you regret trading him? Yes. 100% he does. Yeah. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> I miss him. So if you- I didn't trade him, my three wideouts, my three young wideouts oh, would I be know. Jamar Chase, CeeDee Lamb, and Devontae Smith. Dude, I pretty much listed them on the original sheet. As we are, just just mind you, keep trade we are entering had all year <laughs> three of our dynasty league. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I had all of them. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. All right, guys. I think my favorite thing about that is like you had you had Devonta Smith, and then somehow you've just ended up with like nothing after that. <laughs> I got nothing out of it. Like dude. A f- well, we have your first, but like yeah. it reminds me of the trade that Brian. That's made. not true. He got a ship. That's true. I that's got all, a ship, and I didn't even matters. use him because he was hurt. <laughs> it reminds me of the trade that Brian made when he drafted Saquon Barkley, then flipped him, and then ended up with Tyreek Hill. But then now traded Tyreek, and now I think he has. Um, the running back from Pittsburgh. Najee Harris. Najee yep. Harris. Oh, my God. What a downgrade, dude. <laughs> <What> a downgrade. <laughs> Najee Harris. It's baby. amazing that that D-hop move didn't pan out, and I still it still worked out for me in the end. But Yeah. It didn't. You want to ship. Yep. All right, guys. Let's get into the next one. Devontae Adams. This is an interesting one. As a Devontae Adams owner, being myself. Pretty sure everyone on this list is on one of our teams. This is... Yeah. I, I think you're right, actually, which is interesting. Uh, but for me, guys, it's a sell. It's also a sell, just like DeAndre. And it's really hard to sell a guy who had probably one of his best fantasy seasons ever last year. I think it's he finished. I think he had 18 touchdowns like a few years ago. Yep. And then finished with 14 last season, which is just ridiculous. He's a monster. He's a TD machine. Dude. Yeah, he's. It, that's exactly going to be my point, dude. He's a lot of that fantasy production. Is coming from touchdowns. So he had five games with over 30, 30 fantasy points, but he also had five games under 13 fantasy points, which is the old Julio Jones, the old Julio Jones treatment. And now that Derek Carr is not there anymore and we got good old Jimmy G, 
uh, in Vegas, throwing him the rock. I don't really see fantasy production being anywhere close to what it was last season for him. So many times last year, Derek Carr hit him on those deep balls, which is what they excelled yeah. at. Jimmy G can't throw over 40 yards, max maybe. Chad so, Pennington <laughs> status right there. Yeah. So for me, uh, it's a sell. And then on top of that, he's not too happy with the organization right now, guys. I don't know if you've really read yeah. about that. Yeah. But uh, and, th- and that to me is just raise, raises red flags, dude. You know, like he could literally be gone tomorrow and we don't know what his situation will be play out to be so older too yeah definitely older he's also on the older side uh, i think he's also i think he's 30 not nah, he's, yeah. so he's 30 dude 30 Ooh, 31 okay. maybe um but yeah for me guys Devonte is a sell so i'm gonna hold this one because i to adams is just he's just a weird case for me because he's so he's 30 he's 30 okay. okay so he's so damn good you know but to brady's point jimmy g is a real downgrade mm-hmm and like you said, Adam and Carr, they hit on those big plays multiple times, and that's just not Jimmy's game, dude. And like you said, he's been open about his frustration with the franchise. So, like, do we even know if he's going to stay in Vegas? Yep. But he's just, to me, he's just too talented to sell. And with his current situation, I don't think you're going to get the value you deserve for him because he's still, what, a top five, top three wide receiver. Yeah. Like, you're kind of selling low here, you know? You yeah. just got a quarterback downgrade. He's getting older. He's frustrated that he's probably going to get traded, which is why I'm going to hold. I don't want to go out and buy him because on the flip side, the risk is just too high. You know, like, who's the Raiders' backup? Who cares? Great question. Because that's going to be th- that's going to be th- who's throwing him the ball. Yeah, I honestly right. Know. Like you Jimmy know? G's going to be take a look. Jimmy G's going to break a fingernail and miss the rest of the year. <laughs> like he's going to like like who's the backup, dude? I like because I think it's the kid who uh, started a few games last year. No, right? he went to Denver. Oh, oh did he? Oh, they man. drafted. Actually, this they is actually, drafted somebody. This is actually a an upgrade if Jimmy G goes down. Ryan <laughs> Hoyer. Who? Ryan Hoyer. Oh he's my. Decent. Oh Jesus, dude. <laughs> Ryan Hoyer. <laughs> Sell. I'm sell, sell, sell. You couldn't even say that with a straight <laughs> face. No, I couldn't dude. even lie, dude. I oh, couldn't even shit. lie. Brian Hoyer. <laughs> Hell yeah. I mean, to me, Devontae's worth. He's still worth a haul. Oh, but yeah, who's going to pay a haul, right? Yeah. I think. Like, I agree with Jay. you. I mean, Jay will. Jay's got nothing left, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. He sold it he's all gonna, away. He's going to give you the chain off his neck. <laughs> he would, too, dude. <laughs> Absolutely. Guy loves to trade. Um, Give me your curry jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Chain off his neck and neck and some fake Warriors tickets, dude. <laughs> Yo, give me your Jordans, bro. Yeah. So I think this is a very similar situation to D Hop. Like if I'm gonna, if I'm contending and I can go out there and I can afford the price tag, obviously D Hop and Devonte are gonna demand two different price tags. I think D Hop or Devonte's a little higher, so he's probably gonna start at like two firsts. And like a second, and then maybe like a young piece of talent to get this guy back. Yeah, and that's a lot for know? possibly a rental. For, and that's yeah, my for, con- that's like, my concern for one year. But like again, we fucking play to win the chips. That's you right. Know? And once you get your name on that trophy, nothing else fucking matters. So, yeah. Well, next year matters, dude. If you don't win next year, you're a fucking loser. So. Right. Right. But I'm saying if you if he brings you a ship by making that making that deal, then it's all worth it. Yeah. So if I'm contending and I'm willing to give up that price tag, then I'll do it. I can't get over how much of shit you look like dude <laughs> dude i've tried so hard i know you are i appreciate you hanging in there oh, dude man. no i mean like i feel like shit but i'm like eh, it's, yeah this is fantasy football yeah it's fun times man. yeah i would buy tay over d hop you would buy who 
Devontae. Tay oh, yeah, yeah. I would buy, buy Devontae over yeah, D-Hop. Exactly. Yeah, I think I would too. Because he can give you number one know, receiver man. numbers immediately. Yes, yes. D-Hop is, pro- we've already discussed, is I probably think, two. Uh, to me, two. Adams has the talent. At this point, it's who's going to get him the ball. Right. right? Can yeah. Jimmy do it? No. Right. It's gonna be a <laughs> no, it's gonna cannot. be a downgrade. It's gonna be a downgrade. Brian Hoyer can. Brian Hoyer can. It's gonna be a downgrade because he's not gonna have those big deep targets. But yeah. yeah. We'll see. All right, guys. Let's get into our last wide receiver here. I thought this was a fun one I threw on there because mm-hmm. I don't think any of us have him, right? No. Actually, yeah, this is one of those guys we don't have. Yeah. I did have him and then I traded him away. I like had an him, idiot. I traded for him in redraft. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then yeah. he got hurt. Oh yeah. I forgot. <laughs> He like got hurt the following week. <laughs> no, no, I had him for like a month, maybe. Okay, a month. Yeah. Okay. Well, if best, you guys haven't month of my life. figured it out yet, we're talking about good old Cooper Cup. Cooper's Cups. Yes, Cooper's sir. sweet little cups. Cooper cups of coffee. For me, Cooper, if you have him, is a hold. I think people forget very quickly, just in general. Yes. But we have to remember that guy was on pace to do exactly what he did the year before last year. Right. And that was pretty much Justin Jefferson territory. And no one gets even near Justin Jefferson territory except Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup, obviously, if he's right. healthy. I think his big I think the biggest question mark for Cooper Cup would be who is Stafford gonna be healthy? Is he gonna play? That's what I have. Is McVeigh gonna be there you know obviously he's gonna be the back this year but moving forward is he gonna be there next year i don't know he's tempted to go to the booth or so the rumors say that would be this another rental situation yeah i was gonna say that would be my only concern with cooper is is those guys which is so weird because obviously it's not a talent thing right people get injured all the time and come back the same especially with the acl tears yeah so i mean and just the world that we live in like injuries are fixed like that dude. right right so i mean yeah for me cooper is a hold he's too big of a monster to just sell off and if you do, if you are looking to sell him make sure you get a haul a haul a because ransom. he's still gonna put up at least for the next one to two years shit I barring th- you know he has healthy quarterback play from matt and mcveigh is still there yeah i think he's probably gonna you're probably gonna ask for more than you would ask for Devonte for cooper cup yeah arguably he's younger yeah and he had one down year last year because he got hurt and it I wasn't mean, even he down. down year he just he got hurt <laughs> yeah so moving forward that's he's going to be a wide receiver one if yeah. not the one or he's going to contend with justin jefferson as the best fantasy receiver for the next one to two years yep the problems that i'm most concerned about are exactly what you said like is stafford going to be able to get back to that form is his is his elbow still messed up like so, I'm a hold, but I don't think I can pay for that because of how much uncertainty is there. Because that's a lot. It, that price tag is probably three firsts, a second, and maybe some young talent. All I know is when you traded him away, mm-hmm. it pissed me off so much because I'm like, you didn't get fucking shit for him. Yeah, <laughs> like, I got a. Uh, I you think traded I, him to Patrick. I got a first, right? a third. And listeners, keep going. Something else. Yep, exactly. And didn't I just say it's you the can't price even tag you can't even at- tell us? Dude. Yeah, because that I, d- d- yes, dude. Like, there's no <laughs> argument, bro. I definitely, like, I, I definitely was... undersold. I'm curious now to see who I took with that first, but because if it was Brees, then I'd say it was worth it. But I don't think it was. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I digress. So, so I'm I'm a buy, and. I think he's one of those rentals like we've talked about. 
but I think he's the best one. Easily. Right? I mean, when you watch him play, he looks like the white Jerry Rice out there for me, dude. <laughs> Honestly. He ain't Hell the yeah. biggest. He ain't the fastest. He runs the prettiest routes, But, God, though. he runs such good routes, dude. If, he co- if it's thrown his way, he's coming down and with great the ball hands. no matter what. Like, yeah. And he's the clear top target on a team that literally has no one else to throw to. That's a good point. No one else right? is there, dude. Right. I think Van Jefferson's the two oh, over dude, there. Oh, D-Hop, too? D-hop. Oh, D-Hop to the, to the... Can they afford him? Hell no. They always have cap And even if they can, there. bro, I'm still throwing Stan the ball Stan Kroenke can afford anyone, dude. Well, yes, but, like, they just... Whoever their cap guy is over there is is dumb. Like they <laughs> they have so many cap problems. It's crazy. Damn. Um that so was clutch. it sounds like Stafford's healthy. Yeah. Whatever issue was bugging him, like he elbow. took the elbow, it got cleaned up. Oh good. And he's a good quarterback, right? He is. He's very capable and he's capable of feeding someone week in and week out. And he did. Right. And like you said, Brady, he was on pace for another wide receiver one overall mm-hmm. season. He was ahead of Justin Jefferson, people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right ahead. So if you think you are a true contender in your dynasty league, you push your chips in and you try and go get this guy. Figure out what the price is right now, because I to me Cooper Cup's one of the most disrespected players in fantasy football. When you Easily. talk about really, give me the give me the top wideouts. Everyone goes, oh Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, oh Devontae Adams. Like, uh, I'm sorry, Cooper it's Cup Cooper is Cup. arguably number one. Even in dynasty with his older age, you could you could still put him there in the oh, top yeah. three conversation. Oh yeah, right. It's because his skill set, like w- like you were just saying, he's not the fastest, and he doesn't like he's not the most athletic. Because he's white, dude. Let's and just be honest. <laughs> he's consistent. He just consistently gets he's consistent. Yeah. Even Justin Jefferson can get shut down. Yes. no one yeah. shuts down Cooper Cup, dude. Isn't that crazy? So say, say. go, just go ask that cup owner for a price check, dude. Maybe there's a chance you can get him at a Brady discount. One first, a third. <laughs> Brady discount. <laughs> Fat know? chance, dude. And when I say discount, not I'm talking not multiple firsts. No. Yeah. And think about it. He's coming off an injury that was healed for months now, but not everybody knows that. He's 29. His quarterback's coming off an injury-riddled season. That That's offensive what, line was shit. That offensive line was shit. The team sucked. That's the headline, dude. Right, the headline isn't like, oh, but Cooper Cup still got it. No, like nobody's talking about him and how him and Justin Jefferson were going for punch for punch, dude. Yeah, yep. last season, right? We play to win these ships, dude. This guy can easily finish as the wide receiver one overall, and he's not going to cost you Justin Jefferson money. Yeah. So go get him. Also, win that title. We're gonna have to fact check this, but I'm pretty sure when I was looking into Cooper. Especially the format we play PPR, right? We're strictly PPR. Yes. I think what I saw was Cooper only saw less than 10 targets four times over the last two years. That's insane. Yep. Isn't that ridiculous? No, I, I do believe that's correct. That is the most ridiculous thing I've yep. ever heard in my life. So to your guys' point, there's no one else there. So those targets ain't going anywhere, dude. Right. I so, fully expect him to do it again, dude. Yeah, me too. So I think we're all big Cooper Cup fans here. Go get yourself some Cooper Cup, guys. Cooper Cup. We like Cooper Cup. Yep. All right, guys. That wraps up the wide receivers. Let's get into the running backs here. From one white god to the next white god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Christian. That's right. We're talking about Rex Burkhead. <laughs> Peyton Hillis. Yeah. Oh, Peyton. Uh, Do you want to start with Christian? Yeah, yeah. All right. Cool, dude. The, as Miami Dave would call him, the, the great white rhino. <laughs> yep. Christian McCaffrey, so he is going to be a sell for me. The biggest concern is how Shanahan really wants to use him. He wants to use CMC in a committee. He's worried about these injuries. As he should. 
And Elijah Mitchell got some run when that guy was healthy, dude. Which was weird. I mean, I get it. It's Shanahan, but they have 15 running backs in that I on know. that team. I dude. Know. It's so, frustrating. So this is actually from Dwayne McFarlane over at MB Fantasy Life. Shout out to you, Dwayne. I'm sure you're listening. <laughs> um, so when Elijah Mitchell was healthy and playing, CMC averaged 16.7 fantasy points per game. Okay. Very good numbers. Right. Without Elijah Mitchell, he was averaging 24.9. That's a huge jump. That's a huge jump. That's fucking insane. And that's why he was top three. I think he was number two this year overall. Rushing attempt share, 34% with Mitchell, 59% without. Short down distance, 43% with Mitchell, 68% without. And this guy is going first overall over Austin Eckler. Like, you can't just anticipate Mitchell's not going to be there again. Yes, he's been injury prone, but you have to play it out. Like, the guy's, guy's going to be there. Mm-hmm. So, to me, it's like, I'm not taking this guy over Austin Eckler because Eckler ain't sharing that backfield with Joshua Kelly, like the way, way CMC no. is with Mitchell. Mitchell has a role in this offense, and until he gets banged up again, I think you're going to be crazy to expect that kind of production out of CMC, which is why I sell. Sell because his value is back up to being sky high. Yep. Right? He finally had a full season, fairly healthy. He was a top three running back last year. Everyone's saying he's back, but just don't forget that long injury history, and he's got a lot of tread on his tires, and this team wants to put him in a committee. I think last season was his last final elite hoorah. He's still the ultimate high-risk, high-reward guy. So I would cash out if you can. You could probably still get multiple firsts for him. I mean, like, if you're a contender, like, what are you, what are you paying? Probably that. Multiple firsts. Multiple firsts, yeah. yeah. Multiple firsts? I think, it, I think it would take multiple firsts to even entertain to the conversation. To start the conversation. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I think. I don't know. I I'm mean, selling it's, CMC, it's, too. It's risky, but... Yeah, I think I don't know. I just he's just been injured for what? Finally, one good year. Yeah. Right. Sell high. Sell high. Try and yeah. get a, try and get a young back, dude. Young back, a couple firsts. I'm um, honestly surprised at the season that he had last year, because of the history. Like, I was more surprised at the fact that he played that much and produced that well, given that he hadn't done that in three years. And so, I think my biggest concern is that yes, the committee but I think it's more likely he gets hurt again. And then you're like, shit, I just burned a first overall pick on this guy, and he has another high ankle sprain. <laughs> I remember a few seasons ago, Brady, when you drafted him, and then I traded for him, and I sent like a king's ransom. I sent three starting running backs and two receivers for Christian McCaffrey. I don't Grams think I ever League. had McCaffrey. Grams oh, Graham's great, Graham's league. Yeah. And, Maybe. Yeah. And then you know what I got out of that? One fucking game out of that guy, dude. That's oh, right, that's dude. right. I yeah, will yeah, never yeah, I fucking that. draft Christian McCaffrey ever again, dude. That's how I felt about D Hop when Brock Osweiler was throwing him yeah. the ball. I drafted him. You just just played last year, me, dude. In, yeah. in the shitbag league, dude. And he did work. Yeah. And I was so nervous. I was puking before every Sunday. <laughs> so nervous, like please. You're acting like Frank Lux like, right please now. Please God, like yeah. please God, just please protect that ACL. Please protect his ankle. Like and the wheels started to come Instead off. Instead of praying dude. for his family, he's praying for his <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, dude, for health. <laughs> he's not the only guy, dude. Yeah, oh, no, I'm yeah. pretty I get sure it, we've man. all done it. I've got get it. But the wheels, I mean, he started to get banged up. Like come around fantasy playoffs, he was questionable. Get, yeah, questionable game Ugh. day, dealing with this, dealing with that, you know. And then it was frustrating because I'm watching these games and then Mitch, Mitchell's back. Who's getting the goal? And Mitchell looked good. That's the yeah, problem, he dude. He looks. He looked good. good. He was aver- like averaging like what seven, eight yards a clip. Mm-hmm. CMC would come in and get stuffed, and then you're <laughs> like, oh my god, what the hell is going on? You know. And then they throw it to CMC for like a wheel route and for you get twenty yards. Like, yep. That's the difference, bro. Like, 
And that's why he's still viable because he's still catching those balls. Right. Yeah. Right. Mitchell ain't catching no balls. Yep. Right. That's true. But I don't know. Like you said, Shanahan's got 15 backs. He's still injury prone. He's getting a little bit older, a lot of tread on the tires. Value is sky high. You could probably get two, maybe three firsts. I think you could get three firsts. Yeah. Because he plays a premium position. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, for me, guys, I'll just piggyback on what you guys had to say. I am also a sell. He's he's near the cliff. He's 26, 27, something like that. So he's already there in terms of age. Injury history, guys already touched on that as well. And then Shanahan, like you guys also mentioned, loves to rotate his backs. And he also loves his love to run his backs into the ground, bro. Look at all his backs that have been there over the course of his coaching career. Yep. Breda, Wilson, Dead. Mitchell, Dead. Mostert. Dead. All <laughs> injured at some point, dude. Dead, dude. All of them. Every single yep. one. All solid Trailer, fantasy dead. contributors, Jimmy G, contributors, dead. but at Bob one Brady, point dead. injured. Yeah, yeah, dude. He, dude. The guy just doesn't know it's how the to keep team. his Debo dead. Keep his Get out. Dead. And then he <laughs> killed his receiver running him as a running back. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude. That's a great point, bro. Yeah, man. So uh, definitely with you guys. Get rid of that guy while he can, while his value is still super high. Boom. Boom. Yep. Get rid of him. Damn. All right. The We're next all guy. out on Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, get out of here, dude. <laughs> So I'm out on this next guy, too. I think I'm out on all the backs, to be honest. So next guy? No, I'm on. I'm in on one. Yeah, we can get the next guy. Let's do it. I'll, Austin, let, I'll let you guys take the lead on this as, as, as Bulls fans. I love Austin Eckler, man. So I, I couldn't am, tell by your three-page essay you wrote dude, on him over I here. I had man. a lot to say, bro. I had a lot to say. <laughs> I'm going to go throw up over here yeah. while you're doing this because this is going <laughs> to be right. a while. Yeah. Chapter one. <laughs> Hold slash buy. <laughs> Um, so Eckler to me, he's kind of similar to Cooper Cup, where he's just—I think he's just one of the most disrespected guys in fantasy football, dude. Like all he's done is produce, man. Like just the last two seasons alone, right? RB one last season, RB one overall, RB two the season before that, RB two overall, thirty-eight total, thirty-eight total touchdowns, right? Over the last two years combined, right? RB four overall in twenty nineteen. 2020, he missed a chunk due to injury, dude. Like, so he's been consistently a top five back, getting better every single fucking year. 107 catches last year. Like, why is he not being mentioned in the That's same insane. conversation really have over with CMC? Like, why are they not yeah. being why are they wow. not being mentioned together? Right? Because everyone's saying like, oh, CMC is a clear number one overall this year. Like, I don't think so. No, dude. I think there's an like, argument. Yeah, there's an. I've seen. I saw him go seventh, dude, in a freaking best ball draft. I'm like, what the hell is going on over here, dude? Eckler. Yes, Eckler. I'm doing it right now. That's value right yes. there. Seventh overall, Austin Eckler. Ridiculous, man. We love value. Yeah, we do. <laughs> so, long story short, he's a beast. He's a league, win- league winner. So, you're probably thinking, like, how am I going to be able to afford this guy then? Well, like, it's like, why is CMC a sell when Eckler's a hold slash buy, like, in my opinion, right? Well, for one, I do think Eckler is near the end of his shelf life. Eckler's 28. CMC is only 26. Two years is a big difference in Dynasty, especially for a running back. You can sell CMC for top dollar right now. I don't think you can sell Eckler for top dollar right now. Uh, just a couple weeks ago, right? He wanted out. He, was there, he requested a trade. He wasn't getting paid. He wants more money. Failed in the contract negotiations. Now, they've since loaded his contract with incentives, but this is very much his last year with the Chargers. As a dynasty owner, that's going to diminish some of his value not knowing where he's going to be next year at the age of 29, right? 
The man was RB1 overall, top five running back, three out of the four seasons. You should get at least two firsts for him. But I don't think you can get it, right? Because he's so old. You don't know where he's going to be next year. If anyone's going to give it to you, I think you pulled the trigger faster than Frank, Frank blacks out <laughs> on a Thanksgiving, dude. Yeah, I think you need it. to see if you can get Brady to trade for him. <laughs> yeah, <he laughs> might, Brady will give you two firsts. I'll give you a 2026 20, first and a fourth. <laughs> I don't think I have any firsts. Actually, yeah, I probably do. So I think his value is his value, in my opinion, is up there with CMC. Right? He's the number one overall running back, but he's older. He's changing teams. He doesn't carry that name value that CMC has, so you're probably not going to get what he's worth, right? So, I think a lot of people are getting scared off by his age, getting scared off by situations, which is why I think you hold, right? Let the man run wild again. It's his last year with the Chargers. They don't give a fuck about his usage anymore, so they're going to run him into the ground. And the dude's undrafted. He's always played with a chip on his shoulder. He's got something to prove, okay? And I expect him to be a top back again. So maybe if you have him, you flip him midseason to a contender, right? That's trying to push all their chips in. Now, if you are a contender, you definitely fucking go buy this guy, dude. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> you go buy them for almost all the reasons why I just said. Because you're probably going to get him at a bit of a discount. You're telling me you can get the number one overall running back in fantasy football for probably one first plus? Like, I think that's a real chance you can do that because he is 29. He is a rental. He's a rental for that team that he's on right now, and he's going to be a rental for you. So push your chips in. Let him win you that league because he's probably going to do it all over again with the Chargers. And then just ride him till the wheels come off, right? And just pray he lands in a good situation at 29 years old. So as an owner, I'm holding. As a contender, I'm definitely putting my chi- pushing my chips in and buying, which is what I did last year. And it fucking worked. Yeah. Thanks for that monologue, D. That was very Oscar worthy. Yeah, I'm back now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm a sell, and this is just purely speculative on my part. I'm. I don't know Eckler, like you guys know Eckler. Obviously, didn't watch a lot of Bolts games last year, but that age is concerning to me. It always is. I mean, they could be a King Henry where they're still producing in their 30s, and I'm still gonna be nervous. I'm nervous about King Henry Henry this year. I made that clear on a few episodes ago. And then that contract situation he's been going through is a messy thing, too. Now, obviously, I don't know Eckler as a human being. None of us know Eckler and who he is. But would you guys say, based on what you know, is he someone that maybe would hold, like, bad blood going into the season against the Chargers, and maybe that affects his play? To me, it doesn't It doesn't strike me as that so. kind of guy. He doesn't strike me as that kind of guy. I don't think so. I think he's, like... To the business, like just side business, of it. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's he's more of a blue collar kind of guy. You remember, just like I said, he was undrafted, mm-hmm. right? So, and he made a name for himself. Like, there's very few undrafted running backs that could truly make a name for himself, let alone be as successful as he has. So, it's not like he's the first round pick that was given a bag of cash coming out of the gate, and that's kind of what he expects from here on out. Like, right, and he doesn't strike me as like a prima donna, like you no, know, like and a. That, yeah. Some of these receivers might be where, hey, they are coming into a messy contract situation. It's not resolved. Well, I'm going to sit out then until you guys fucking figure it out. And they paid him good dollar a few years ago. He's making six mil a year. And I think they also gave him an incentive, um, gave him more recently to increase his contract this year. So that was that's what they did to get him to commit to the team. Right. Yeah. So yeah. they I think they gave him almost two million in, accent, in incentives this right. year. And he's like, OK, I'll come back. And you guys we'll, think he hits all of them? Fuck yeah. 
So, okay, the only concern that I have, and this is also like a valid fantasy concern, is that a lot of his production came when the Chargers were down and the offensive line was not good. So they schemed to get the ball out quickly. And so I don't know if we're going to see him catch another 100 balls this season. Did he no, get a lot we of, won't. Yeah. Did so, he get a lot of inside the five carries last year? Yes. He did. That's what I thought. He so did. Dude, is, that a, is, is that alarming to you guys as Bolts fan and maybe from a fantasy standpoint as well, being that Moore is there now? Likes to rotate his backs, likes to bring in these bring in these heavy bruisers. But then again, D, you kind of mentioned it earlier, Joshua. I don't see Joshua Keller really doing. So shit. they don't have so, a bruiser, dude. Yeah, so, yeah, right. So, so, so that was supposed to be CJ Spiller, but he's been shit. CJ Spiller's been, been gone shit. for years, so dude. This, Remember, uh, we've already God, mentioned Isaiah, that. Isaiah Spiller. Isaiah. One of these days, I'm going to get that right. <laughs> so where does so, Darnell Washington play, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I still think the Jags. Yeah. <laughs> so, dude, 38 touchdowns last year, right? Yeah. Crazy. So he gets the goal line. He gets the screen, and he's he's a true three-down back. Now, granted, they're a little wary on his usage because he do, he had he can get banged up. Um, he did miss a chunk of games, I think, in 2020, and he's always kind of like a little questionable, but he always ends up playing because yeah. he's, he's tough like that, right? Um, but there's really no one else. Joshua Kelly will come in and spell him, and Kelly actually looks pretty, pretty good. good. He's pretty good, but he, he doesn't. He ain't, like he ain't he ain't the guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Isaiah Spiller showed them absolutely nothing, mm-hmm. which is why I'm surprised they didn't draft Isaiah or CJ? Isaiah. Okay. Yeah. Just checking. Yeah. CJ? So, <laughs> I don't know, man. This is this is his last year with him, with them, with the Chargers. So I expect the usage to be the same, dude, honestly. Okay. Well, that Kellen, that's that's intriguing then. I don't think Kellen's coming in and be like, this is how I play offense. I think he's looking right. at that team and like, yo, this is his strength. Like, he's... Austin is very much a different running back than Zeke, right? And Tony Pollard. Yeah, that's so. I think they're going to scheme, and he's also the best offensive weapon that they have. More closer Camara. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Eckler does. Yeah. Well, and that's how Lombardi ran him. Yeah. You know, throwing him the ball a lot, and but you were right because our offensive line was so injured and bad. We had we had no running game. That was the only way. But let's look at the season prior to that. Yeah. Right. That team was rolling, he was and he beast. was still the focal point of the offense and still scored 20-something touchdowns. So they could do it with a good offensive line. They could do it with a shit offensive line. I mean, I don't think you're wrong for selling him, but yeah. you're selling the top running back. Yeah, no, can, that's we, that's evidently clear. I And I have him like you, D. I have him probably right there and perhaps over McCaffrey. So, yeah, if I'm selling him and I have him, I'm looking for a damn haul for sure. Right. I'm, I want multiple firsts. Maybe multiple seconds. Ah, come on, dude. You're just going to ask for a first and a third. I mean, I will. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But a normal person might not, dude. (laughs) Right, right. But like the discount. Yeah. But it's going to take someone desperate. Yep. Right. To pay that price. Like, well, hold on. He's 29. Like, he's going to be on a different team. Like, like who's really. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I'm willing to do it. You know, I did it last year. I think I paid. Oh, that's right. I paid Javante Williams. I paid a first. I think a second and there are other pieces that moved. And this was to a guy, this was to someone that was not contending. They were full rebuild. So they were willing to take on the Javante contract, knowing he was injured, knowing that they're not going to use him this year. So that way that guy could continue to lose and get a good pick. And then they could start using him this year. Right. Right. So yeah. yeah Eckler. Interesting, but Eckler. a sell for me, but a very difficult sell for sure. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I'm a sell too. Ooh, interesting. Ooh, right. As a Bolts fan. Okay. Well, okay. Please, from please a, tell. From my fanhood perspective, I'm like, damn, 
it's going to suck when he's not on the team next year because I really like Eckler. He's yeah, he's like a fan favorite. But they're drafting a back. Yeah, hundred percent. They're going to draft a back, and from a fantasy perspective, I agree. I don't think he like. I don't see him. I see the usage the same, but something's got to give because he's old. Like, I don't think he's going to. How many times have a has a running back produced at that level like that he did last year and then done it again the next year? It, I'm saying it's more often than not right. doesn't happen. Yeah. Like yes, the two years prior he was he's absolutely hit. So if I'm a gambling man, I don't think lightning strikes three times. So but you, you think, are a gambling so you, man. You think this year he falls off? Yeah. Uh, I think this year he falls off, and I think that. So, if you draft him first overall, you expect him to be the best running back in in fantasy, or the best fantasy player. You're not going to get that. I'm telling you. How that, big right? of how big of a drop off are we talking from you? I mean, from you the still best think he finishes to as a top top, top RB? Yeah, RB one for sure. Yeah, within the like, I'd top say 12. within. I'd say Easily top, eight, top, top Yeah, eight. I think that's fair. I still think – I'm still with D. I still think he's – I think he's got a little left in the tank still, and he can push for that number one spot this year. Yeah. But, man, dude, yeah, it's it's a it's a coin flip really, I think, man. Like, If I could get three firsts for Austin Eckler as an Eckler owner, oh, I'm doing it right away. Yeah, that's a lot. That's, that's what I'm lot. saying. Yeah. That's a but lot. But, like, to D's point, you have a contender that's desperate or one of those teams that's like – on the precipice of like being good, not like be, or being great, they're gonna make that deal. They're gonna like fuck. I have to do this and try to take a shot at winning. You know. Yeah. So I got to get creative. You know, ship a young running back. Yep. And manufacture picks. something. Yep. Yep. All Anyways, right, guys. let's move on. Speaking of young running backs, injured, <laughs> but young, he's still got time. Brees Hall. This is the younger running back or youngest running back on this game, at least. I think. I don't know. I mean, he's still really young, man. He came out young. I think he was like 21 or something like that. Uh, but anyways, Brees Hall, for me, he's a keep. Before he got hurt, he looked every – Yeah, he's a hold. Yeah. He, he looked every you know, every bit the part of an every down back, and he put up the production to prove that. He was the focal part of that offense, and barring his health, I think he will be again this year, even with Rodgers in town. The health issues obviously are still a concern. Um, but it seems like injuries, like I alluded to earlier, happen more often than ever, and people are able to bounce back them from them easily more often than ever. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. He's still young. He's got time. I know he only played a handful of games, but if he's healthy, like I said, he's going to do good things on that offense. He's still going to be the main guy over there. So I like Brees as a keep for me personally. I also like Brees. I'm going to hold with Brees Hall. Um, but it, let's say I expect him to play, right? But there's a good chance he's probably gonna, not going to be himself, right? It takes, what, two seasons to recover from it takes the takes a little time. Yeah. So if he's struggling midseason, go go shoot a trade to that Brees Hall owner. You shoot know, me a trade. Invest a little bit, okay? You'll get the Brady um, discount. Because, <laughs> yeah, Juan, you're going to get the Brady discount. But I would go see I – would, I would – shoot a trade to that owner if he's struggling and try and buy him mid-season. Yeah, he's right? talented. Because his value might be a little bit down and the owner might be willing to move, might be frustrated and be willing to move off on him. You know, so go buy him mid-season and then you might get that 100% Breeze come fantasy playoffs. Yeah. Right? And he, I I saw enough. In the sh- small sample size, I'm like, yep, this guy's legit. He's a top three back for the next five years. I get, yep. So. I got the same exact feeling. Um you're holding as a Brees owner, and you just got to be patient. You got to let this guy to get back to form, and then you're going to have arguably a top five running back on your hands. Agreed. 
or you try to go after him and hit up Brady halfway through the season <laughs> see if you get yourself that Brady discount. Yep. And exactly. you might. I might be so fed up with my team by that point between him and Kyle Pitts that Dude, I just Dude, you do get everybody. like that. <laughs> You're like, God Two seconds, it. Brady, you okay with that? Yeah, man. I'm good with that. Possibly. Cool. I thought I had a deal for him. I won't say with who on air, but guy's a bitch, dude. <laughs> <laughs> for Brees Hall? No, no, no. For uh, a guy we'll talk about a little later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. I'm right here, bro. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Let's move to quarterbacks. This should be a fun one. Do you want to talk about your boy, dude? I do want to talk about my boy. Let's talk about Josh Allen, my boy. Buffalo's finest, Josh Allen. It pains me to say this. But as an Allen owner, me personally, I'm not selling him. But I can see why it would be tempting to sell him right now. And right now might be as good as time as ever. Okay. Um, the bulk of his fantasy production, as we know, comes from his legs. Yes, he has the arm. He can put up monster throws. He can hit receivers, you know, 70, 80 yards away, get you those touchdowns. But a good chunk of his fantasy production comes from his legs. The problem with that is when you are running, you are also getting hit unless you slide. And Josh Allen does not like to slide. So he's constantly taking hits, constantly getting banged up. And over time, those hits are going to catch up to you. And he's just got to figure that out, man. Like, either figure out how to slide or use your arm more, dude. There's no in-between, dude. As a professional quarterback, you should still not be taking the amount of hits that you are doing right now. It's ridiculous. Shouldn't be doing it anymore. And that's only going to last for so long, like I said. I can see him maybe being a top three QB for the next couple years. But after that, I can start it probably seeing a, a dip in production unless he figures it out with just how to use arms or a slide. So for me, look to sell him. If you're, if you're I mean, you're obviously not selling him as a unless you get like this overwhelmingly huge package right but i definitely wouldn't be opposed to people just throwing out feelers see if someone's willing to overpay dude sadly i agree with you yeah 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 so i'm a i'm a slight sell here yeah um, you classify that as me as well slight sell because you're right dude like his style of play it just cannot be maintained mm-hmm Right, his body is bound to break down, right? But you look on paper, QB one overall, QB one overall. Like his value is still at an all-time high. If you watch the tape, he did not look that good this year. Surprisingly, he actually threw less interceptions this year than he did last year. But there are so many times where I'm like, dude, what the hell is he looking at? Like, yeah, it wasn't losing, a very Josh Allen losing Dable. Like I saw the difference between Josh Allen last year and Josh Allen this year, but he still produced like crazy. Yeah, he's still thirty points a game for yeah, the first like still quarterback eight weeks one of the overall. Year. I don't know, man. Like, I just don't see him having that shelf like as a Mahomes or as a Burrow. Me either. As as a Jalen Hurts for that matter, like just his way, the way he plays, dude. He just runs like a wrecking ball. Like he's he's gonna get hurt. Yep. He's gonna break down. Like he could probably only do this for another five years, maybe. If that, dude, so I think that's generous. Values at all time high, like. See if you can get that King's Ransom for him. And there will be no Brady discounts for Josh Allen. Or maybe. Just throwing that out there. Or, uh, or, dude, or maybe you sell Josh and you can get a Herbert. Ooh. Right? Like, would you trade Josh Allen for Josh or Herbert straight up? I don't think no. anybody would do that straight up if you're a Justin Herbert owner. 
because Why? because I think exactly for the points that you guys just said, like Josh Allen's shelf life is not ten years like it is with Justin Herbert. So you're immediately giving up that right there. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the question for that is, and we're going to get into a little bit with one of these guys down the road here too. Would you rather take a top three QB for four to five years or a five to eight QB for eight to 10 years? In our two quarterback dynasty league, you probably want the guy that you can just set it and forget it for longer. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I agree with you too. Yeah. Um, you buying them? You selling them, Frank? You I'm buying them, dude. Oh, okay. Again, if I'm if I I'm don't think look, you're wrong either. If I'm looking to upgrade at that position, and my team is ass at, <laughs> at that position, I have Deshaun Watson and um, Russell Wilson. Ooh, there's yeah. a high chance it might be, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm like, <laughs> hit me up after the show, dude. Dude, <laughs> so like my team is prob- probably has a shelf life of one more year of be- me being able to make a run, mm-hmm. and so my weakest position is quarterback. So I'm really hoping for Watson and Russell to kind of get back to themselves. Otherwise, I'm going to have to make a deal to like go get Josh Allen and push my chips all in in the middle of the season to make that run for the championship. Because if not, my, I'm going to be shit for the next five years. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you know? you're well on your way regardless, I think. You know what dude. I'm saying? Like, yeah. My team is just built to win right now. Yeah. And so if I'm looking to upgrade at that position, I think Josh Allen's a great candidate. And yeah, it's going to cost a lot, but you can win he can also win you a shit yes speaking Very of win so. now you know what his you know what his, i was gonna say this earlier sorry Brady. I mean you're good you're his, good his play style reminds me of andrew luck and josh remember, allen yeah because andrew luck used to do the same shit and get hit all the damn time and what happened it's to andrew st- luck pl- yeah, yeah 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 i see what you're saying and andrew luck retired andrew luck also tired. had a terrible offensive line for yeah, no. years I, mm-hmm. right and so. it's like and then another quarterback that comes to mind is russell wilson when russell wilson was young he was running around a lot taking a lot of hits and he had to like learn how to play quarterback and stop running around or else his shelf life was gonna yeah. you know diminish what i feel like josh isn't that smart though he's like i'm 6'6 <laughs> 250 pounds yeah man he's a country boy dude. yeah yeah like ain't no bitch give me yeah. the ball yeah. Wait, I'm the quarterback. I get the ball every time. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of not not too smart QBs, let's get into Kyler Murray, dude. <laughs> I'll let you take the lead on uh, him, dude. No, you guys go ahead, dude, because I yeah. got to defend my boy. So you guys go ahead and shit on him. Frank, and you can him. you can shit on him first, dude, if you want. Yeah. Um, Kyler Murray is terrible. He is a terrible quarterback. And, like... Man, the thing about him is that he has so much talent and has so much ability. But when you look at it, like he's always throwing interceptions, he's always running around. Like he's a very similar player to like, you know, yep. Russell Wilson in his younger years. Is that yeah? When he's running around, he gets hit a lot, and you know, and he just lost his be- his best receiver. So I'm selling the shit out of Kyler Murray. And that's the reason why I didn't draft him to begin with, because I didn't think he was very good to begin with in our Dynasty League. I took Jonathan Taylor instead. Yeah, because he's ass, dude. You were also absolutely hammered when you took him, dude. Yeah. But I was going to take a running back regardless, whether it was going to be CMC or just or um, yeah, that was Jonathan your, Taylor. That was your game plan there. So, uh, Brady, what about you, bro? Yeah, so I'm getting rid of Kyler Murray too, dude. That guy, like I said, he's just not a very smart human being. I don't understand the things he does you know what i mean like yeah. why are you playing cod constantly dude you're a professional quarterback you should be with your team being on the field with those guys studying the playbook with those guys right 
and he doesn't he do that. And instead, he's he's oh, studying. He's, not, dude. he's studying fucking holdout positions in COD, dude. Like, he just. I don't want him as my quarterback at all, at all. D, I don't know. I'm excited to hear your take on him and why you're so gung ho on keeping him on your team. But well, because I, I don't have a, a fucking <laughs> choice, Brady. <laughs> because he drafted him, dude. Because yeah, I drafted I guess, him. Goddamn it! I guess that's true, dude. But if I'm a Kyler Murray owner, I'm definitely trying to sell him. For whatever you can get. I don't know what you can get for uh, him. A couple. I think two firsts. Uh, maybe. Starting conversation. Maybe. He's, he's Like, in our league, he it's plays. Just, it's not a good time to sell him, dude. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's his down. His value's at his lowest. He's down, right? For all the reasons you said, he's stupid. He plays video games. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> listen. Listen. Yes. I, for all the hundreds of listeners out there, I am the Kyler Murray owner, okay? I took him first overall. Not first overall. He was my first round pick in Fourth? our dynasty. Sixth. Sixth. He was the sixth overall pick in our dynasty startup. This is a super flex 12 team league, right? And I took, and this is now we're entering year three. So I had the sixth pick and that's who I took. I took Kyler Murray. I don't right? follow you for that pick either, by the way. I no, don't either. Cause it was a good pick it, it at just, the time. It just ended up turning out terrible. It's, just, it's getting a little <laughs> sour, but yeah. you know what? Yeah. Especially okay. the whole Cliff Kingsbury hiring, then firing. And now they have a and defensive coach. And that's not his fault. dude. Yeah. Like that's not his fault. Yes. He's been injured. I mean, it's his fault because he did, couldn't perform on the field, which means, you know, coach got canned bro, because of it. Bro, you try playing quarterback with some backyard bullshit offense. That's dude. true. Like that. Air, what's air raid. Is that what it's called? It's called the shit raid. That's what yeah. it's called, dude. Terrible offense. Yes. I'm the only guy in this guy. I'm the only guy in this corner, dude. Yes. He plays cod. He doesn't seem well liked. His team sucked. He's fucking small. He's not a leader. Blah 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 blah. Like the kid's value is at all time low. So why would I sell him right now? That's a fair point. Okay, because he's still talented, right? I got fucking offered a third round pick for Kyler. No way. I swear to God, it was probably Brian Graham or Jay. It was one of those three for sure. I oh think that's a God. fair trade right now, dude. That's <laughs> like, Jesus the most Christ, disrespectful like, trade I've ever you, seen. Yeah, dude, it's pathetic, man. But like, let's be honest. Like, he's probably gonna miss half the year. Yep. Right. As a Kyler owner, I'm just going to throw this season out. Like I'm just expecting to play the season without him cuz right. even when he comes back, he's probably not going to run. This wasn't ACL and meniscus. Mm-hmm. He's a dual threat quarterback. He's not going to be able to run as as he would. So, I'm just going to write this season off and let's see how he could roll next season, right? I'm just expecting that down year. Like let him recover. Let's I want to see what he could do in a real NFL offense. Okay? Cuz Cliff Carries Air Cliff Kingsbury Air Raid like it just Produced it was, good fantasy receivers. It though. was, yeah, but it did. It just looked terrible. Now, like, yeah, it did. So, let me remind you guys. Would you guys rather have Cliff Kingsbury as your coach or Baker Mayfield as your starting quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> Can I have both of them? I mean, Cliff did get <laughs> to they the would playoffs, do damage, dude. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they, they, it's like it's weird. The team comes out the gate. I think two years ago, it came out the, the team came out the gate firing, and then they were in first in the NFC. Yeah, West. they were rolling, and then yeah, they fell and off. then they just completely fell apart, which was the, the strangest shit to me. And it happened again last year. He got hurt. Damn, dude! Like, let me remind you guys, dude. He was the QB six overall, his rookie year. Yeah. He was the QB three overall, the year after that. Yep. And he was QB ten overall, only playing ten games. He was the number one fantasy football quarterback. Until he got hurt, I think he pulled a hammy or something like that. Right. So up until that, up those those games that he played, he was a beast. He was a beast, dude. And you admit you've mentioned this, bro. He throws a beautiful fucking ball. Yeah, he does. And he's accurate. And he can run. He's a dual threat quarterback. Arguably, 
that has the best arm out of all these dual threat quarterbacks. Oh, I agree with you. Right? He's just small. That's the problem, dude. And he so, plays Call of Duty. And he plays, and he's damn good at it too, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Probably better as Call of Duty than so, a quarterback. Yeah, but maybe better days are ahead then with this dude, new that's offense. Why, that's and why this I don't sell. And honestly, know? like this is just me completely forecasting. This team is projected to be terrible. Right. Right. There's a very <laughs> real chance they are the worst team in the league. Which means they're going to either draft Caleb Williams. I was just going to say, are they going to draft a quarterback? And, but, dude, there's, dude, there's a, ton of t- a ton of teams will line up for Kyler Murray. He's way more talented than half the quarterbacks in this league. Or maybe or, they trade that pick and get a King's Ransom for it and surround Kyler with some, some yes. fucking playmakers. So either they're going to get Caleb Williams and they move Kyler Murray, or let's say they don't get the number one overall pick and they end up with the number two overall pick, and who are they going to draft, Brady? I don't know, man. You tell me. Marvin Harrison Jr. Oh, baby. Arguably the best wide receiver coming out in the last five to ten years. Until the next Ohio State wide receiver. (laughs) Wide receiver you, baby. Yep. Do you think you have JSN, Garrett Wilson, Olave? Dude, they literally just keep getting better. The next one's going to be better. And Marvin is better than all of them. Yeah, I was only half joking, dude. They keep keep getting better. I think brighter days are ahead. Hold. Nice. Let's get into the last QB, guys. D. I kind of stole your points, so I'm going to let you start with them. Okay. So the last QB is going to be Joe Cool, a.k.a. Joe Burrow. I'm a buy. With dual dual threat quarterbacks being all the rave right now, I think there's a window here where you can go out and get him. You, I think you get a very good, very solid fantasy quarterback. And he's never going to be top three, but he's always going to be that four, five, six, seven, right? He's got a, y- a pair of young wideouts that he's going to be throwing to for a while. Let the, we hope. Let the Jalen Hurts, the AR, uh, Anthony Richardson, Josh Allen hype grow. And let them be like the crazy monster guys that they are. But you could still get a great quarterback in Joe Burrow here, and you might be able to get him on the cheap. Because if those guys are going to go for two firsts, you can easily say, well, how about I give you a first, a second, and something else? What did you trade for him, Brady? A, a third, a fourth, a fifth, and a, oh, dude, a tra- bag of I, chips? I, I, well, yeah, looking at <laughs> it now. His firstborn son? <laughs> looking at it now, I traded absolutely nothing for him. Um, That's what I'm saying. But it looked like a haul at the time. But yeah, for me, D, uh, he's also a buy. So I'm just going to kind of piggyback off you here. So originally when we had this game going, he was going to be a cut. Could you imagine cutting Joe Burrow? No, I can't at this point. Oh my God, dude. That would be insane. I wanted to hear why, though. Yeah, I had to come up with reasons why, and I couldn't (laughs) think of one. But yeah, he was the only one I could think of to cut. But anyways, you make great points, man. Um, He's not gonna get you points with his legs obviously although he can run i think if anyone's watched games you can see that he runs he just doesn't do it all the time nor does he need to with that arm and the cast of talent he has around him like you said d i think he's gonna consistently be in that four to seven four to eight qb range for years i kind of see obviously not talent wise but tom brady right just showing up that's exactly who i see dude putting up production Every year. Yes. Every year, dude. He's going to put up production. That's just the kind of QB he is. You draft him in the eighth round of a redraft. Yep. Right? And he's yep. pro- he, and there's a chance he could be a top five quarterback. Yep. And that's a difference maker. Every week. Yeah, yeah. Every week. And as long as I think he has a solid cast around him, the, sky, the sky's the limit for that kid. I really okay. like the offense they run there, too. Like they Just get, throw? They, yeah. They get those balls. That's great. Well, that and they're just like always throwing deep, dude. I'm surprised it works, dude, to be honest. (laughs) No, I mean, that first year, they looked so bad. And I'm like, this coach is going to get canned right away. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm just 
I mean, it's fun to watch. I'm just really, after seeing that first year, I'm just really surprised that it panned out. Yeah. I'm Burrow. also buying Burrow. I like Good. it. Because for the exact same reasons. Yeah. I hate when we all agree, but the That's fact okay. of the matter is it's true, though. It's For all of the hype that is these dual threat quarterbacks, like here's a prototypical passing mm-hmm. field general quarterback that you could just set in your lineup and forget it. And you know, barring some disastrous, like he doesn't run the risk of getting hurt like these other guys do. Yeah. So, so, so you guys taking Burrow or Herbie? I'd still take Herbert because I think Herbert's arm is transcendent talent so, level. I would also take Herbert, but I think Burrow is more affordable because Herbert is a lot younger than him. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think Burrow's right. Dude, yeah, Burrow like, is like, older than Kyler Murray. Yeah, he was a four-year starter at LSU, right? Yeah. No. No, no, not at LSU. Not at LSU. No. He originally was at, Ohio funny State. enough, Ohio oh. State. Yeah. And then he transferred to LSU last year, I think he was year, a right? one-year starter yeah. at LSU. I, th- I just yeah. knew that he was a four-year starter. He was in college for the full four for years. I just yeah. I thought it was LSU because yeah, he went he to LSU for one year and absolutely lit the world on fire and was like, God, that team was. I'm so the good, best dude. quarterback in the draft. Draft yep. me one, and I will take you to the promised land. And he did, and they lost to the Rams. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely see more Super Bowl appearances for that guy in the future, dude. I just love that guy's moxie, bro. That's oh, the best. We yeah. love moxie. D, love how are you on time right now, dude? Uh oh, we're we're moving along. Yeah, we're, yeah, we gotta. Kick it up here. Okay, cool. The, so let's, let's only just, one more thing I have to say about this. The only yeah, thing yeah. that I would be slightly concerned about buying Joe Burrow yeah. is what they do with those receivers because how are, are they going to be able to pay everybody? Because they both are coming up. Like They have to pay, pay They're going to pay Chase. Then they have to pay Burrow, and they have to pay Jace. So yes. that's my only concern there. And T. And yeah, which T, is why T, Mixon, yeah. I think, was going to get cut. And we'll see. Yeah. Mixon's still there, though, baby. That's cool. cool. Yeah. One more year, Joey. One let's, more year. Um, we're pressing the time, so <laughs> yeah, let's power let's, through these tight ends. Let's do it. Okay. So... Brady, lead us off. Kelsey, I'm oh. holding him. Okay. It's really hard. I'm te- I'm tempted. <laughs> yeah, next. No, next. no, no. I'm tempted to say sell. You know, just purely just based off his age. But he's he's a dinosaur, bro. He doesn't die. He comes back every year. <laughs> All and- the dinosaurs died, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible. I, I guess that's true. But you know what I mean. <laughs> he's a cockroach. Like, yeah, yeah. He's a cockroach. You Thank you. That's what I'm looking for. But uh, he comes back every year and puts up points. Every time I think he's gonna he's like <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna fall off a cliff, and he doesn't, dude. He just keeps coming back, putting up points. I don't know if it's combination, or I don't know if it's Mahomes or being in that offense or just his talent combo of all three. But yeah, that guy—it's his skill set, man. Like uh, yeah, he that's what I'm saying. Like, but I also think the QB has something to do with it. Yes, Andy Reid has something to do with it. You know, it's not just yes. He's a very talented tight end, probably the best, most talented tight end in the league, no doubt. But. Yeah, to the point I was trying to make, I, d- I don't understand it, man. Like, he just keeps coming back. You hold. He's you 34, hold, and I'm definitely holding. Yep. I yeah, think we're all, we all agree, dude. You hold. You, you'd go to the grave with Travis Kelsey yeah. as your tight as your TE1, and when he falls off, your team's going to fall off, and that's okay. Ride that dinosaur to extinction, baby. There you go. There, <laughs> we, there go. we go. There's okay. a good one. Okay. <laughs> um, Brady, do you want to leave yeah, the next guy, or should, uh, should we? <laughs> we'll say Brady for last on this guy. So, right. it's his boy, Kyle Pitts. <laughs> And you know what? For all the reasons Brady's going to tell you why he wants to sell him, I'm going to tell you to buy him, right? Go out and buy this guy. His value's a little low. It's it's buried beneath the little 50 feet low? of shit. <laughs> 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 Listen, he's still young. He's flashed here and there. He's got. He's still uber talented. I think he is. I mean, he doesn't get to throw in the ball a lot. But so we don't really know. I honestly say, I mean, he's young enough to me. Like, I'm going to hold that value because I don't expect Arthur Smith to be there much longer. This team's going to suck again. They're probably <laughs> going to draft a quarterback and they're going to rebuild the whole offense. That's how I'm seeing it. So 
It's Dynasty, right? Yeah. Buy low. I mean, what Brady said, two-thirds. Fucking, I'll send you two-thirds, bro. Yeah. Let's do it. All right, I'm put your money where your mouth is. I'm selling this piece of shit so fast, dude. Sell all pass-catching Atlanta Falcons. That's it. That's all I have to I say. I can't wait till we're wrong on this. I dude. know. It's going to happen. And like the pitch show emerges, and he's not on Brady's team anymore. Because uh, he traded him for a third right. straight up. Yeah. You have the floor, Brady. See episodes one through seven. Listen to episodes one through seven. Next. No, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, what is there to say that hasn't already been said on my end? Arthur Smith, B. John Robinson, Desmond Ritter. That sounds like a shit show, dude. Spells disaster for all the pass catchers. If you're into run blocking tight ends, go get yourself some Kyle Pitts, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'll th- throw some sick blocks for Bijan over there. Oh my god! But it's the Bijan show for the foreseeable future. I don't see Kyle Pitts make a dent this year or the Never. next year or the next year <laughs> or the next year. Get rid of him. Some for what do you have? Whatever you can. Oh, man, put your money that. where your mouth is, dude. I love every second of that. I sent you an offer. I know you did, and it's the most respectable offer I've gotten for him since. Let's do it. Which says a lot, dude, Let's about do it. his value right now. Let's do it. I'm tempted. All right, we'll talk later. We'll talk after this pod. Okay, uh, to close out this show, uh, this one hurts a little bit. George Kittle. All right, so he's going to be a sell for me. I love the player, George Kittle. He's fun to watch. He's been an elite tight end the last few years, but uh, I don't know, man. Like Anyone who owns Kittle stock just knows he's so injury prone, and he's just very boom or bust. Right, he's gonna score you twenty plus, or he's gonna score you single digits, and it stresses me the fuck <laughs> out. <laughs> if there's any position I think that you want some sort of consistency out of, it's gonna be tight end. You want an elite tight end who could put up those wide receiver numbers. That's a game changer for your team. But on the flip side, if you have a tight end that doesn't do shit for you, that's gonna kill you week to week. And Kittle honestly does both. He's consistently inconsistent. He's twenty nine. <laughs> he's injury prone. He's honestly the third passing weapon on a run-heavy team because if you look at the targets, he was behind Debo and Ayuk last year, so he's the third passing option, and he's too good of a blocker as well. There's passing downs where he's not running routes. He's actually blocking, okay, which is so freaking oh, – anyways. But the fantasy community knows he finished as a tight end three last year, and he has finished as a top five tight end four out of the last five years. On paper, Kittle is still elite in a very thin position, so you can likely get great value for him. So what I'm thinking I'm going to do as a Kittle owner, and I know this is not going to happen because I know our Dynasty League is listening, I'm going to try and get a Dallas Goddard plus, right? Because I think Kittle holds more value. So I think you can get a Dallas Goddard, you can get a TJ Hawkinson, you can get a Kyle Pitts plus for him. Because okay. he's better than all of those players. So I don't think a trade straight up makes much sense because it is a downgrade, even though he is a little bit older. But I think if someone's in a win-now mode, you can ship Kittle to that team and get their younger, maybe more steady tight end. Yeah. You know, not as good. Maybe he, they're not going to hit the home runs that he's going to hit. Right. But Dallas Goddard's going to score you 10 points a game. For sure. He's he's the Joe Burrow, dude. He's not the best, but you could plug and play him for the next five years. For sure. And I'm okay with that. At this point. But I'm yeah. selling Kittle as well. Okay. And it's mainly because of his injury history. He, like, he's supposed to be... He's an elite tight end when he's on the field. There's no doubt. But he's also not on the field very often. And it's like, you can't have that. And 
you know, like when he's healthy, he's he's very similar to like Kelsey to me. He's, you, you set it and you forget it. The problem is he's never healthy. So if I'm a Kittle owner, I'm going to try to sell him exactly just like you said. If you get Goddard plus, that'd be cool. Yeah. Let's close the show with agreeing, guys. I am also selling on George Kittle. I think his days may be coming to an end. I, he's, I think he's still a valuable piece he's still elite. as a football player, dude. Yes. As a football player, he's solid. But for fantasy production, I don't know much more or how much more he can bring to the table. Do you hit the nail on the head? He'll go these long stretches without doing jack shit, and then he'll give you two, three games in a row where he absolutely blows up. To me, I want the consistency. I want the Dallas Goddards who are going to give me the 10-plus points a game. And then additionally, last year, his target share is super alarming, guys. He had seven games with five targets or less. I don't want that. Blocking. That's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't. I don't blocking. want. Yeah, blocking yes. tight end there. That sounds like a Kyle Pitts situation. Now, I am going to counter my own argument here, which is why I like it. <laughs> which is why I'm still like, oh yes, he's a sell, but I'm like, I don't. I don't think I move him honestly, because you have to look at what he did when Brock with Purdy Brock came. Purdy. Brock Purdy. I was going to bring that up. He became the guy. Yep. With Brock Purdy. So if you look at his production once production once Brock Purdy became the quarterback, he was the guy. Yeah. So and he crazy. was I think he was tight in one, tight in one, tight in five. Like Yeah. So it looks like Brock Purdy's gonna be the guy next year. So part of me is like, I kinda wanna see what it does, like what he does with a full season of Brock Purdy. Yeah. Like there's a really good chance he's just tight in three again, maybe more consistent, but Right. Yeah. Cool. Uh, you guys want to do the honorary really quick or should we save it for another pod? I say we save it, dude. We're pushing time here. Cool. Let's wrap it up. All right, guys, that ends this episode. Episode eight. Again, dynasty focus. What is it? Buy, trade, sell. That's what we decided on. It's a uh, buy, sell, hold, buy, sell, hold, whatever. Dinosaurs <laughs> are live forever. <laughs> Fuck it, dude. Yep. All right, boys. Oh, that God. was fun. Until next time. Later. Peace.